I think the name's deceiving. John Severe Hunter Education Center. They think all we do is teach hunter ed right. here, and that is a component of the property. But Correct. by and large, it's a it's a public shooting range. Yes, there's so many shooting sports they can come in here and take advantage of. We are open to the public four days a week on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturdays, and Sundays, and we have one range facility. It's a bench rest range where they can shoot predominantly rifles and handguns. There's place to shoot rifles, handguns, mm-hmm. shotguns. We so. do have shotgun uh, part of it that we have an on-site club, the Volunteer Rifle and Pistol Club. They have a shotgun, some of their shotgun machines as well as ours, so okay. we kind of work together there. The shotgun range is open to the public on Saturdays from 1 to 6 and Sundays from 1 to 6. I think that's a good way to get people in there and get them introduced to it, you know. Yes. A lot of people are surprised by hunting, how much they enjoy it, and they just do. a little bit of introduction to shooting can get them in there. We have an on-site archery club here as well. We did build and construct a new archery range on site for the public as well, so they've got multiple ranges here if they want to shoot a bow. The award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. We're glad you're tuning in. We're glad you're watching and listening. Another great show for you today. We're here at John Severe Hunter Education Center again, and Mr. Matt Cameron is helping me co-host. Having a ball, dude. Yeah, it's been fun so far. We've had some great guests. Indeed. Got another one today. Yes, I am looking forward to it. Mr. Chad Gann is with us. He's the range manager here, and uh, we're going to learn a lot about this facility and all the offerings and a little history of Chad's career, the agency, and all kinds of fun stuff. So thank you for being with us, Chad. Thank you for having me. Uh, as always, we like to highlight our radio partners and appreciate those uh, folks out there who uh, play the show. And um, today we're going to highlight Sweetwater, Tennessee, WDEH AM 800. They run the show on Saturday from 7 a.m. to 7.30. And uh, it's not too far from Knoxville, so I thought we'd give a shout out to that channel there in Sweetwater, Tennessee, WDEH. We appreciate those guys. We appreciate all our partners on the radio, uh, as well as the TV partners who run it out there on on, uh, TV stations. And then uh, thanks for subscribing and liking and following us on our social media accounts and and our uh, podcasting uh, sites and things like that. We really appreciate it. Uh, Like I said earlier, today's all about the range here uh, at John Severe. And uh, it's been around a little while. We're going to learn a lot about it today. But... Chad, thanks for having us, and thanks for opening up, opening up the doors for us. My pleasure. My pleasure. Um, give us a little background, if you don't mind, uh, on yourself and kind of what your career has looked like with the agency. I know uh, uh, it's been a good one, right? It has. It has. I marked my 25th anniversary on September 1 of this year, so uh, time has flown. It's been a great career. Still is. Still enjoying it. I'm I'm from East Tennessee. I'm an East Tennessee guy, born and raised in Jefferson County and uh, just east of Knoxville here. Mm-hmm. I grew up hunting and fishing. Uh, pretty much all I ever wanted to do as I grew up, I decided at a pretty early age that I wanted to be a wildlife officer. That was my goal, and that was pretty much the only goal I had, mm-hmm. and I was able to achieve that. Uh, I was lucky to have two wonderful parents and uh, especially my dad who really uh, 
helped me get out and teach me how to hunt and fish and I followed him around East Tennessee and Middle Tennessee through you know all through my younger years and and uh, we still actually get to hunt together it's something I don't get to do as often as I like but I still enjoy doing it with him but uh, he's retired now and he fishes pretty much on uh, Douglas Lake and Cherokee some but he's a big crappie and walleye fisherman he's really been successful at that so I'm blessed to get to have him and, and mm. go with him and he takes me I guess he feels sorry for me and takes me every now and then and don't charge me a guide fee which is he does he doesn't guide anyway but he certainly could he's pretty he good at it uh but he's been doing it a long time he's got some real good friends up here they're all pretty pretty good accomplished fishermen but yeah i grew up doing that uh we've hunted and fished all through east tennessee uh enjoyed it my whole life it's something i hope i get to do the rest of my life mm-hmm. um you know it's just something that I've always had a passion for, especially bow hunting. It's, it's oh, yeah. something I really enjoy doing. I do travel out of state a lot and do that as much as possible. But that's that's kind of my personal stuff there. I have one daughter. You know, she's 21 now, and she's at ETSU finishing up her uh, – radiation technology program there i'm really proud of sarah she's she loves to hunt and fish too she's been starting to shoot a bow now so she's wanting to go bow hunting and that's something i couldn't be prouder of her she loves to fish with us too when she has time and get away from college for a little while so you know as far as personal stuff that's just things i've always been involved in the outdoors and real active like to stay fit and healthy and try to and and just enjoy doing that and being outside and what's one of the the most recent fun trips out outside of tennessee that you've been on we went to kentucky the other day and, and we hunt uh we deer hunt there but we have some other trips planned pretty soon i i love to to hike too i i recently did a, a run slash walk up at mount leconte i'm i like wow. to do fitness stuff so mm-hmm. i'm pretty big into that and i did the alum cave trail the other day it took me about 88 minutes to do that and run the best i could and then walk some of it so it's it's a pretty good pretty good day there that was one of my funner days in the last couple of weeks um as far as hunting goes it's just bow hunting it's you know here it is mid-october it's mm-hmm. just fixing to get good it's that time of the year if you like to deer hunt and you, and you know this time of the year is your time of the year you know it's yeah. the falls here the colors are showing and it's just one of those times magical times whether you're in tennessee or wherever it's just a beautiful place to be yeah yeah and the, and the balls are playing so yeah tennessee won time. this past weekend so we hope they win this weekend against alabama so for sure <laughs> yeah yeah if you're hearing this show it may be a few weeks after alabama so we may be pretty sad i don't know we'll see we'll keep our fingers no, crossed that's for sure we're that's still right. still rooting for them but uh but that's cool yeah that's good to hear your daughter's getting into it too and mm-hmm. wanting to shoot the bow that's uh that's a that's a challenge it's a challenge to kill one with a bow it is i think she'll do it i mean she's uh she's really head over heels into it so i think she'll do good awesome so very cool very cool well um so if you uh back up just a little bit have you always been a, an officer uh, for the agency how'd you get started yeah, i started out in unicoi county i got hired in in 1998 uh, with several other officers that year um still very close to them all worked for a couple of years in the mountains of upper east tennessee along north carolina tennessee line in unicoi county that was the old area 43 my supervisor then was glenn johnson mm-hmm. glenn was just one of the finest men i've ever known he passed away last year and i've been a, a founding member of our agency's honor guard now for over 10 years and I, you know, it was bittersweet to work his funeral mm. and actually do one of the flag presentations to one of his daughters. Wow. Last year, I had a great deal of respect for the man. I always will. But he hired me and uh, several other officers throughout his career. But I was one of the last two officers he hired. 
and uh, went to work in Unicoi County, worked there for a couple of years, then transferred to Hawkins County mm. and worked in Hawkins County uh, for probably close to 15 years, close to that. Uh, enjoyed every minute of that around the Rodersville area, loved that area. And then an opportunity opened up in the Cock County area and I wound up transferring there. And after a couple of years, I became a district sergeant. So I was over Cock, Green and Jefferson and Douglas Lake Part of the time, I actually had Washington County as well, so I had a pretty big sub-district with yeah. just an excellent group of officers that I was able to work with and still know very personally now. Mm-hmm. Think a lot of they're just some fine, fine officers. Yeah. So I, I got into that and backing up even in that a little further. When I hired in, I, I got into the training side of things to a good friend of mine that used to be an officer here, and uh, we started, he got me to helping him teach at the Upper East Tennessee Police Academy after I started working a few years, and I taught there as an adjunct instructor at the Police Academy for about 15 years, so I have a pretty good background in law enforcement. I enjoyed doing that. It was predominantly firearms. Mm-hmm. I was a firearms instructor there and taught some basic police patrol tactics, so I did that for a long time as well, you know, maintain my full-time role here and uh, as that blossomed you know I got into my uh, baseline I guess supervisory role as a district sergeant and just things kind of kept going there and I really enjoyed that actually worked a little bit of covert work mm-hmm. while I was in that role for about a year and a half and enjoyed that a great deal yeah and then as I got as that started winding down I looked at the possibility of coming to another facility like like here at John Severe, and that opened up. So I wound up taking the range manager job here, and I was able to really get into more of the training side of that as well. So bringing in more training, whatever opportunities I've had established through the years. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, when I started my my job here, I also went back to school at ETSU. So I'm finishing up my master's in criminology and criminal justice with about, I have about one semester left and I'll be done with my master's. Awesome. Congrats, so, dude. Yeah, thank thank you. Doing that. yeah. That's so. tough to go back. I, I feel like it'd be tough to go back and, and you know get those extra uh, accreditations there and you know it's it's been challenging and one of the neat things is my daughter is getting her bachelor's at etsu so we were hoping <laughs> we could coordinate graduations together but there it looks like go. i might be a little bit ahead of her which i'm not complaining but <laughs> yeah so we get to hopefully graduate pretty close to one another mm-hmm. you know from etsu that's most dads and daughters can't say that Do you so, have any yeah. classes with her no i'm in a, of course i'm in a graduate program and she's still doing undergrad yeah. so that's what i tell her all the time she just gives me a hard time for that but it's all right well, so. look, looking after you now i'm watching you oh yeah so <laughs> that's cool that's very cool and uh so we're here at the range today and i just i wanted to cover some you know kind of the history of the place and mm-hmm. and what all is offered here and uh you, you know you hadn't been here uh, you know you've been here a while but right. can you can you tell us a bit about how this place came about and wh- what it used to be i can it's pretty neat i've story. been here a limited about a time about two and a half years now uh the background that i know on it john severe is pretty rich in its history uh it's uh actually was owned by the military formed by the military over a hundred years ago and this was all told to me by people that also worked here before me but yeah at one time, it actually served as a uh, POW camp during World War II. It, it was a very heavily used. I talked to some of the locals that live here in the area of Knoxville that's, that knew this place when they were younger, and they 
saw a lot of military activity here and it's scaled down over the years obviously and at one time there was actually a thousand yard tank range on site here we're not nearly that big anymore <laughs> wow. we're, we're 123.3 acres under fence which we're still a good sized chunk of property when you consider knox county as developed as it is mm -hmm. so we still have a large facility here that that we uh we have control over it's it's owned by twra now we have the deed to the property so we have the the entire facility under our control and our management and we really take pride in that and try to we are open to the public four days a week on tuesday thursday saturdays and sundays and we have one range facility that's open to them that we provide and we keep it maintained and try to keep it really in good shape for them it's a bench rest range where they can shoot predominantly rifles and handguns but we have you know if you're just an avid shooter if you're someone that just likes to shoot you don't have to be a hunter to come out here and take advantage of this it's open to the public if you can legally possess a firearm you can come out here and shoot on a range mm -hmm. so it's pretty cheap it's eight dollars for every two hours or you can buy a year pass that you gives you unlimited time on those days that we're open for 151 dollars so that's a pretty good deal okay you know i think a lot of the ranges some or at least some of them you can buy your permits on online right you go can. outdoors Tennessee. you can you can buy them online sometime yeah, and I think uh, I think that's encouraging. I think people are trying to, you know, we're trying to encourage folks to to do that. Yeah. It makes it probably a little easier once mm -hmm. you get here. You already got your permits. You're ready to go. And it does make the process a little quicker when you come in. We can get them through the office really quick. We ask when people come through the gate, just check in our office facility. Real, just it doesn't take long that way. We're aware of everybody on site and mm -hmm. keep everything safe that way. We have range safety officers that work for us. That have, some of them have been here for over 20 years themselves, and they're really really good with the public. And we keep. I'm I'm real particular on how the range is run. It's going to be very safe. If you come out, you're, I want you to come out and you know feel welcome and also realize, hey, I had a good time and it was very professionally run and safe and that's one thing i really strive for yeah yeah that's important definitely um so you mentioned you kind of touched on it a little bit but um there's a place to shoot rifles handguns mm -hmm. shotguns yes trap Fields or, we or do fields we or? do have shotgun uh, part of it that we have an on-site club that still uh, uses the facility at the volunteer rifle and pistol club they have a shotgun some of their shotgun machines as well as ours so okay. we kind of co-use it or co-work together there but the shotgun range is open to the public on Saturdays from 1 to 6 and Sundays from 1 to 6. It's $8 for a permit, and then it's $8 extra for every 25-round course they shoot. Okay. So, yes, and then everything is, you know, they bring the appropriate shotgun and ammunition, and uh, that's what it is for yeah. them. That's fun. I think that'd be a it is. fun thing to to do. I remember remember the video that you shot, Matt, on this place. It's been years oh, ago. Yes. It's yeah. still out there. Is it really? But that's when you update that. I don't think they had the the shotgun side of things when you did that. But it seems like the that it's improving all the time, and well, you know things are being offered. And I'm sure it's some of the hard work that you and your guys are doing. There's been some guys here a lot longer than me, like one of our technicians here, Dwight Burnett. He's been here from since the place opened. Uh -oh. Dwight's done. Yeah great deal of work and i mean oh a lot of the hard work that's been done here to him for sure we have a uh, part-time technician joe dernan he was a former officer then sergeant before he retired he's got a rich history with the agency and local guys well so they all know really good the workings of the range and we've got a good staff and the le folks that come in here just really any of the agency employees they they really help us you know take care of the place and mm -hmm. we have a really good system going here yeah yeah it's awesome. What about the uh, the 
archery club that's here we do we have an on-site archery club here as well we also have a a archery range that that since i've come here we did build and construct a new archery range on site for the public as well so they've got multiple ranges here if they want to shoot a bow predominantly a longbow we don't have a crossbow range up but people can bring a crossbow out and use it here if they bring their own target with them they're more than welcome to we just don't have the target set up for crossbows just yet but that will be in my plan in the future yeah so. as popular as, as those are becoming oh, yeah. definitely yeah. definitely if somebody wants to shoot archery here do they have to go through the the club to do that no no it's okay. the same process as people that want to shoot a rifle or handgun just stop in our office ask if you tell that you want to use the archery range it's eight dollar for a two-hour permit to shoot your bow you know if you go over that two hours by several minutes then it can be an extra eight dollars which is still a pretty reasonable amount when you mm-hmm. consider you get a lot of time there to shoot yeah two hours is a lot of yes. practice time that's a lot of shooting. yeah you might as well quit before you yeah hours and exactly exactly i would anyway yeah definitely definitely well um I know there's a, a class that you're offering, handgun carrying class or handgun, uh, you know, just safety class. You know, knowing how to handle that gun safely. You, you've been part started of that up last year, as it was, or year yes. before. But that's something that's going on now that you really want to promote. Yeah, I mean, the agency's been real supportive of me since I've come to work here, and and I've I've talked to them about wanting to do new programs, and they they just been really good. Like my supervisor now, Randy Husky, and his boss Matt Clary, they're both really good on the recruiting side, the R three side of the agency, and uh, even the folks before them that helped me establish it. But I've established a handgun. Uh, carry school here that we have now where i've got it's i guess we were the guinea pigs so to speak in mm-hmm. east tennessee so we started a pistol program here in east tennessee at this range <clears throat> the only one we have yeah now but uh i was uh given access to purchase several handguns revolvers and semis and a lot of ammunition so what i set up i created a handgun permit school here so that's what we have and if people want to come out and get their enhanced carry permit which is still very popular within the state and if you travel at all anywhere out of state you should really have your handgun permit and i encourage anybody now that can legally do it to carry a handgun or carry something to protect yourself when Mm. you're out in public and we see it unfortunately every day seems like like somewhere that you know something bad happens to somebody and one of the cool things now is i've got it set up that if you want to come out and take your handgun carry class here and get your eight hour permit it's eight dollars wow. or get your it's an eight hour class but get your enhanced carry permit it's an eight dollar fee to come out and take my class you know if you don't have a handgun or ammunition we will provide it for you mm. so that's another cool thing about it i have a bunch of 22 caliber handguns you don't have to carry the handgun that you qualify with during the class so if you come out here and you go ahead okay i'm gonna take the class and then you decide well i'm gonna go and buy one somewhere at a good gun store that's perfectly legal mm-hmm. you can carry that now the cool thing about it now is they've changed the law where 18 year olds can get can take the permit class and it's a good thing i've talked to a lot of parents that are they're going to send their kids out here that are going to college you know same way with my daughter you know if she's 21 now but she would have had her permit at 18 if she could have done it so mm-hmm. she went to one of our last classes here the other day with several other agency employees and some of their family and it went really good we've had a couple already just to start with everything's going real good but as far as the ease of being able to come out and get your handgun carry permit that's that's about as easy as you can get well tell people why they need to come to class even though constitutional carry quote unquote 
qualifies them. Tennessee has very lenient gun laws, but we all know those can change at any time after any legislative year. You, you have to keep up with that. But here's the other thing. If you travel out of state at all, and most people do, you know, you still need that permit if you're going to carry in a lot of other states. Just because it's allowed in Tennessee doesn't mean that other states allow it the same way. So you need to know before you go. That's what we tell them in our class all the time when I'm teaching it. If you're going to travel out west or you travel to different parts of the country, whatever state you're going to travel through, check with them before you go. That's one thing we harp on in the class really good and go over in the law and the legal section. That way they can, I want them to be as knowledgeable as they can because it's not knowing how to shoot the handgun or knowing what caliber does what that's going to get you in trouble when you're outside, you know, in the public. You need to know the law. Mm -hmm. And it's something, you know, being in, in school like I am now, I'm really involved in that and researching a lot of stuff. And I, I tell people, you know, you know, knowledge is power. You need to know the law. And that's one thing I'm really in-depth on in our class. And we're very – I'm proud of the way we do it. So people, when they leave here, they usually have all their questions answered. Hmm. I think it's great, uh, that price point, too. I mean, you know – I think back when I took my class, it was a couple hundred bucks or something yeah, like they, that. Yeah, they started know? out expensive, and the agency's been really good. And another thing for us, it gets folks in here. And a lot of people I found out since I've come to work here didn't really know that we were open to the public. Uh, and I get that a lot. And we've tried to make that access to people to see that, yes, we are four days a week. We're open to you. We want you to come in here and take advantage of it. People that come in, I can't tell you, every year it's like, we didn't even know y'all did this. I get that a lot. So that's something we want people to understand and take advantage of our ranges. We've got several ranges throughout the state, but this is the one in East Tennessee that, you know, we're a pretty large facility and we're capable of handling quite a few people. I think the name's deceiving. John Sevier, Hunter Education Center. They think all we do is teach Hunter Ed. Right. And that is a component of the property, but Correct. by and large, it's a, it's a public shooting range. Yes. There's so many shooting sports they can come in here and take advantage of. And just the, the permit class is just another option. You know, we have, um, like, classes that Matt's helped me set up here, just outdoor event uh, activity days, like the spring hunting event where it's geared more toward turkey season. Mm -hmm. Then we have one in the fall that I gear towards deer season. We want people to come out. We have a lot of folks that are new or brand new to the sport and want to come out and learn. And they, they've really come out and shown interest in it. And it's been really successful. And we plan on doing more in the future with the handgun classes, with the hunting events, and just to introduce all different types of new folks to the sports of shooting and hunting and everything we can just to get them in and introduce them to twra yeah what yeah. we do it's a great well said great connection there i think that's a good way to get people in there and get them introduced to it you know yes it's uh i think a lot of people are surprised by you know uh hunting how much they enjoy it and, and just do. a little bit of introduction to shooting can get them you know, mm -hmm. get them in there. One of the other things we've done here is, you know, when I was in school, Matt, I went to UT in Knoxville, and we didn't get a lot of in-depth knowledge then of, like, what what does it take to be an officer? Or what do you need to do to help get you your foot in the door with TWRA? So we've started – I've gotten some of the younger folks that are uh, – students over there in the wildlife and fisheries department to start doing rso range safety officer work here and volunteer and sure. get in and we have a career day that i've set up here in may well it's usually late spring for those students to come from ut from local colleges and from surrounding areas that are interested in becoming wildlife officers to come in here and and see and we have a pretty good amount of le folks and myself and other people that do a question and answer we let them 
Matt will bring his flurry machine down. We'll set it up and kind of a just a pretty much set the range for them that day and they can come out and shoot and and listen to us talk and any of the questions they have we'll talk to them and you know answer their questions about you know what their employment opportunities are mm-hmm. those have been real good and it's it's growing every year yeah very cool yeah, right here next to right here next to campus Correct. ut yeah ut knoxville it's uh Right in the heart of it. And that's yes, a lot of our beer wildlife yeah. school. State. <laughs> that's what we say. Yeah, we might uh, get a little bit of argument or, uh, you know, blowback from these tech guys. But, yeah, we don't listen to them. <laughs> yeah. Tech's good. Martin's good. Mm-hmm. LMU and Harrogate, do they still have a wildlife program up there? I, I'm wanting to say they do, but I'm not 100%. I know it's changed. Yeah. yeah. But we all know there's only one real orange in Tennessee, you know, right? <laughs> That's hunter orange, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we touched on handguns, uh, shotguns, rifle range, but you, you mentioned qualifying for a longer range. Can you talk a little bit about that? We do have a 300-yard uh, range. That's our longest uh, yard range that we have here still left on John Severe. You can qualify for it. You have to come in and you shoot on our bench rest range, and you'll take a special target we have. And you just got to put a three-shot three, three shot group within the target that we give you, and we'll tell you exactly how you've got to do it at 100 yards. Okay. We'll take that and, and get everything down and get people signed up. We, we don't get that many, but we do have a, a little select group of folks that come out and do some long-range shooting, and we have some really good shooters that come in here from around the area so it's a popular sport we do have quite a good quite a good amount of people that come in now it's it seems to be increasing every year well it gives an opportunity for those out-of-state hunters who like to go out west or something or shooting those longer range opportunities yes you make a good point there's been so many people move into to tennessee and by and large from other states are yeah. you seeing a lot of folks from other states here coming to the range yet I actually am i mean I, i've got several gentlemen that i know you know if you've lived in tennessee long enough you see this influx that we're having of folks coming in now they're moving in from all over parts of the country and you know we're i've got some gentlemen that come from upstate new york and they talk about how much they like to love to live in east tennessee now and they're hunters and they just they can't believe what we offer them here as far as the hunting opportunities they have and they can come in here and shoot for the low cost they have and it's so easy to come to a place like this and shoot and you know the opportunities we give them seem to be a lot better than other states are Mm -hmm. you know as far as we're just more user-friendly i guess that's fine i have no doubt about that love to come to tennessee i agree i agree (laughs) one of many reasons yes Mm -hmm. hey so You've killed some nice deer in your time because I've seen pictures. I know you're not big on tooting your own horn, but can you tell us a hunting story? Maybe it doesn't have to be a, a giant deer to something memorable you and your I, dad went on. I guess I can. I, uh, and I, I've, you know, I'm 51 years old. I've hunted for a long time. Uh, been very fortunate and blessed to, to harvest a few nice deer, but there's one story that um, I'll never forget, and I know it is recent, but. Uh, we did lose my mom this past year after a long illness that she'd been battling, and that was that was tough. And uh, during that time last fall, um, she was not capable of leaving the house, and she was she was not doing very well. But my dad, he wouldn't leave her. He stayed right with her, and you know he gave up a couple of years there that he barely went, and I could get him away short times. But last year we had we had drawn shotgun tags in illinois he loves to to gun hunt up there and we've got a really good uh, group of individuals up there that are like family that we hunt with and uh he hadn't left the house in several weeks just because of mom's condition but i was able to line up some folks to help set with her for about three days and and uh, after a long you know i guess uh, encouragement i got him to agree to go 
So I had been lucky enough to go up a few days earlier and I'd harvested a real nice deer with a bow in this area and it had a lot of deer in it. But I told him, I said, I want you to hunt right here where my where I'd been hunting. I, I just, I wouldn't hear of it. There was a lot of deer in there and I want him to have the best opportunity he could. And uh, literally the season opened on that Friday and I was in a tree several hundred yards away on the other side of the farm. I didn't even hear him shoot. And uh, he sent me a text message and he said, uh, I think I got you beat. And literally it was the first hour and uh, he killed the biggest deer of his life. Wow. That morning wow. last year is about a is about a mid 150s 10 pointer as far as him and and after I talked to him a little while he said he just literally walked over and found it and sat down with it and just prayed and oh, yeah. had a pretty good time with God wow. right there so that was that by far my most memorable even though I didn't kill it it'll never mean any less to me yeah that's awesome what that's a God cool. yeah. yeah well thanks for sharing that I knew you lost your mom not so long ago man yeah. uh, thanks for sharing that personal story yeah Appreciate it. and your dad and wayne rich taught me this before i even knew who your dad was he said uh frank gans one of the best crappie fishermen in east tennessee <laughs> and, uh, his freezer's full of crappie it's probably true you don't learn how to crappie fish you need to talk to him and it, it ain't no lie it ain't many times he goes out crappie or walleye fishing that he don't get a limit he's had good luck he's been blessed he's yes. good at it yeah i'll i'll toot his horn yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we get him on a show sometime he would do it i could get him to do it that'd so. be fun you want to learn about spider rigging and trolling plugs for crappie and then for for walleye spinner rigging he could actually help you wow i need help so <laughs> sounds like a drop the tailgate or a, or a wild cast or something we'll make it happen that'd be fun it would it would um and it's one of those things somebody can tell you how to do something but that don't mean you can go out and replicate it because i've went out and tried and <laughs> told me exactly how and where and i couldn't do it so yeah. <laughs> it's in their blood man yeah, i don't know yep well uh chad appreciate it oh thank you yeah it's thank been you a for good time. Thank you. yeah it's great uh matt thank you yeah buddy and this is tennessee wildcast keep coming back keep watching keep listening we'll see you next time thanks for tuning in stay connected with twra by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on facebook twitter and instagram Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.